It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Hey guys, welcome to episode nine of The Table. Uh, I'm Jason Squires, the Director of Mentorship for Worship Leader Magazine. Uh, this month, we are going to be talking about putting out fires on Sunday morning. We've all been there, where everything seems to be going wrong or th- problems arise that you didn't see coming. And this month, we're going we're gonna to talk through uh, ways, and t- ways to deal with those things, tools that you can use, and how to try and uh, see the problems before they come and also just be ready for them. And so today's conversation is with one of the guys who actually designed and created Planning Center, Aaron Stewart. Uh, and Aaron and I sit down and chat about uh, one of the or, one of the or, this organizational tool that you can use, uh, and it's good for Sunday mornings as well as organizing uh, churchwide. So join us as we sit down and chat with Aaron. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of The Table Podcast. I am Jason Squires, the Director of Mentorship for Worship Leader Magazine, and I am so excited about today's conversation. We are in a new month, which means a new topic, and our new topic for the, for the month of March is talking about uh, putting out fires on Sundays. Like, we all come up with them on Sundays, everything, issues arise, and we want to talk through, like, strategies on how to best uh, how to best handle those and not let them make you flounder and not not, not let them make you fall on Sundays because we've all been there on Sundays when things happen and um, we kind of have to figure those things out. So today our, uh, we are joined by Aaron Stewart from Planning Center. How's it going, Aaron? It's going really good. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited about uh, Planning Center is kind of like the thing. And so I'm excited to hear more about it and I'm uh, <laughs> excited to hear more about you guys. But first, tell us about you. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, I was born in Texas uh, to missionary parents, and we were missionaries in Colombia when I was uh, South America when I was little, grew up. Um, then we moved to Florida, grew up sort of just playing piano and singing in church like the whole time. Moved to California for college and went to Azusa Pacific University, and I majored in music education and composition. And um, after I graduated there, I went on to a couple of full-time music pastor jobs at a, um, a church in Palm Springs area and then a church in Las Vegas. Um, while I was at that first church in Palm Springs, um, it was a, a bigger church and uh, met my friend Jeff. I was the director of, of music and he was the director of um graphics and web and I just wanted to get the music team organized and so I'm skipping a whole lot of the story you can ask me more questions but planning (laughs) center was sort of formed to help that church um, to help our church there um, get organized and then I went to my new church in Vegas and um, it sort of grew from there and then 
five or six years later, Planning Center was big enough that it was time for me to step aside from full-time music ministry and go into work full-time for Planning Center and move back to California. And I've been here for the last 10 years. Whew, that was a quick way to tell the story. <laughs> and scene. No, I was kidding. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. And it's awesome. So you talked a little bit about Planning Center, the launch. Tell us about that. Like what, what, I mean, you, I mean, you guys, Jeff was, in, you and Jeff were at the church together and it's the, you saw a need and you kind of jumped on it, but like, what, what made you guys like, was it, did, tell us about the start of it. Did it just start where it was like, just your church was kind of using a program that you wrote and then kind of, how does that, how did that kind of roll out? Yeah. Well, when I started at the church there, it was 2004. And um, like my first day I walked in and there were these um, file folders on the wall. And I was like, what are these? Like, oh, these are the music packets. I'm like, oh, so people come to the church and pick them up. I'm like, well, no, but we drive them to people's houses sometimes. And I was like, well, I will not be doing that. Um, you heard of the internet. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, it, not yet. I mean, almost no at that time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, at, at that time, so, so, so I wasn't, there was a, a choir and an orchestra at the church. Somebody else was over those, but I was in charge of the contemporary worship service. And there was all these different things. And so I was trying to, I've always been very organized and really techie. And so I had put, I was just making Microsoft Access. I made a Microsoft Access database that was keeping track of who my different worship teams were, who had sung which songs when I had done the songs. And then the internet was sort of in its infancy. And I was like, man, if I could get music packets out to people online and they could just get the songs, just even one song at a time, as I had just picked a song. Because at that church, they did a special song every week. And so yeah. it was um, it was more important to get them at least that one song as soon as possible because the worship songs were more in a rotation and they, you know, they knew those didn't need as much time to learn those, but a brand new song every week. So I wanted to get those songs to them like three weeks ahead of time, but the worst rest of the worship packet wasn't ready. So, so Jeff, who um, is the computer genius, um, he found me this sort of like program that like helped. I, I made a, like a custom website every week and I would put the music up there for my team and I would email them out. Well, he was also helping somebody else in the church who was trying to coordinate all of our different venues to sort of like have, that's boring. Um, coordinate all the different <laughs> venues. And uh, there's so much to the story I have to skip out, you know. Oh, you're good. Um, and so um, as he was making a program for them to sort of like just rearrange the order of worship flow, basically to sort of track how long the service was going to be, because we had to sync it up between all these different venues and end the worship on time so that the, the message could be live streamed into Anyway, so he, he made a program on Windows for that. He was helping me make my website. And we were like, man, we should put these things together and, and make it so that the order of service has the songs with it. And, and you can sort of like just email all that out. But this was before, um, before really web technologies really existed. Yeah. At the time it was like web pages and that was it. Um, but he had heard of some new stuff. Facebook was like just starting to come out around 2006 or so, um, five and six. And so then when I moved, when I got a job at my new church in Las Vegas, they were on Macs and not PC. And so he was like, well, this is even more um, evidence that we should move this onto the web, which is sort of platform agnostic so that everybody can get it. And it's not just a Windows or a Mac thing so it sort of started there and Jeff was 
over the next nine months, I had I had moved to Vegas and I was consulting Jeff, trying to help him figure out what the best features for worship leaders are, especially how, how music and charts work and all that stuff. And then my church in Vegas was the first church to start using it um, in early, I believe, 2006. And so we used it for about six months. And by the time uh, the end of summer, the middle of summer happened, I had been going to the um, Saddleback's Purpose Driven Worship Conference back yeah. at the time. And I was like, oh, they have booths there. We should like see if we can get a booth and like tell other people about this. Because I had a degree in music from Azusa Pacific and I had a lot of worship leader friends and I thought, I know other people would like this, not just my church, but yep. you know, we, so we were like, well, let's just see. And so we launched it there in 2006 at that worship conference. Um, and it like, it just took off. And so we've grown basically every week since then, other than like one month during the pandemic when churches shut down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like, I think, I mean, people see these, these resources and see businesses and always think like, it's kind of always existed and like there's never you never think about the start of like it was an idea and then it became a thing and then we rolled it out and then it became something else and and now 15 years later you know you're working full time for this <laughs> company that you didn't know that was just birthed out of an idea i'm a creative i mean we're all creatives and so i love yeah. i love i love seeing those things like come to fruition and then become something and then you know now it's a resource that you know i mean lots of churches use and just it's it's a you guys have grown um but so today i mean our, our podcast today is talking about putting out fires and i was like who can we talk to about organization planning center because you guys are there, like you guys do plan you guys do organization because so i mean communication is important obviously amongst team members and on sundays as a big a big uh a big way to kind of help curve those 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 fires on sundays what are some ways uh, to help improve team communication and how, like, how, how would you say that pertains to putting out fires on Sundays? Oh, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, the first one is a little bit, it, it's sort of like a side answer to the question, but I just truly believe that the more prepared that you are for things, the, the less variables you have, because there's always going to be variables and those fires are usually caused by variables. Yep. And if you control, control is the wrong word, but if you are just trying to be prepared for and minimize the amount of variables, then when a few pop up, you're just going to be freer mentally and in every way to deal with those things. You know, if if you've planned your whole worship set at the last minute and nobody knows the stuff, you're just barely hanging on just to do the just the normal amount of stuff. So when a fire comes up, it, you know, it's overwhelming and you can't deal with that at all. But if you've already prepared for everything else, your team is like, yep, we know what the plan is. Now, the plan is just that. It's a plan. Like the Holy Spirit is going to move. Things are going to happen. Fires are going to burn. Things are going to happen. And the plan is never something that like you have to stick with that plan. The plan is more like a, hey, let's figure out what we think is going to happen so that barring all other circumstances, we're ready for this. And then when other things happen, we just sort of insert it into the plan or we sort of know what it was going to be so that we're more equipped to deal with those things. So that's kind of, that's the first thing is just be prepared. But I think the second thing is when those fires do come up, um, it really is like, how fast can you communicate that with people? Because you're working with a team and it is going to, 
take a lot of the, the more people that you can help you solving those problems, the better it's going to go. And even if you're the only one solving it, usually you're not the only one that's going to implement those things. So you need to get the word out to people. You need to have ways to communicate. And I think especially when it comes to like Sunday morning services, um, this is one of the exact reasons why we created something called Services Live. And it used to be called just Planning Center Live. But Services Live is um, basically you get onto Planning Center services and you plan your whole worship service out and you say, these are the songs and this is the message and this, maybe this is how long this is going to be. Well, then when it comes time for Sunday morning, you open up a computer or your phone or whatever, you open up a different ver a view of that plan. It's called the live view of that plan. And the live view has a totally different look and it's got a live chat built into that. And the chat allows you or anyone else who's looking at that to chat in real time. And there's different channels for different ministries or different services in your church. So the youth ministry can have their own chat channel and the, the main service can have, or there's just one in general for the church. So everybody can be following along that general channel and it can be like, um, hey, there was an accident on the freeway and we all need to start our services like 15 minutes late or, or you know, whatever it's going to be um, and have that like up to the minute real time communication so that people know what's going on and even have the ability to communicate with each other. That's amazing. And that's just a part of the program, right? That's, that's not just like part of it. Yeah. Nope. You get that for free with any of our, no matter what you're paying. That's amazing. That's amazing. I think, I mean, communication, when you talked about like, communication when it comes to putting out fires like that's like step one to i mean a lot of things that happen tend to be because we just didn't talk it through or we didn't we didn't plan on it and so that's i love that plan the services live because you can you can log on and you can and you can and you can talk in real time uh because that's yeah that's kind of a big deal on uh, on, on sunday mornings a lot of people coming together to make something happen things are going to happen Mm -hmm. um, what what are what are some ways planning center could help mitigate issues on Sundays? I mean, talk to like about like planning center. Uh, yeah, what are some ways that 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 it can help us um, put these fires out or mitigate them? Um, well, I don't know. I may I may be drawing a blank other than the communication thing because planning center really is. Um, about helping you get ready for the service and being prepared for things. And then once it's in the service, we don't have as many features of like, do like while you're while you're there. Yep. Um, other than other than the services live part of thing. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm also drawing a blank at what kind of fires we're talking about. And if I could think of something, I would have a better answer. <laughs> no, I mean, if you think about it, the like. Uh... Planning Center offers the ability to um, have resources available. So, like, as, in preparation for Sunday, like, what are some ways that p people have used Planning Center? Uh, what are some ways you use Planning Center to help kind of, like, prepare for Sunday so that those things can happen, that th th those fires don't happen? Yeah, I see. I mean, well, so our, our Planning Center services is, like, the our main product for especially um, – putting on the service itself. And, and so being able to organize your whole worship set ahead of time and having one of the cool things about this is you can create chord charts in planning center, and then it will automatically transpose them into any key. Um, in, in addition, you can upload your audio files for rehearsal and it will transpose those to any key. And so one of the things that, that happens on a Sunday 
is I woke up and I have no voice or I can't sing the notes that I normally can sing and I need this song in another key. Well, if you've put it into Planning Center in the right, right way, it's just a one button click to say, get me that song in another key. We also have a product called Planning Center Music Stand and that um, runs on tablets. So if you have an iPad or an Android tablet, that just hooks into Planning Center and just gets all the chord charts for your set for this Sunday. So I can be on stage, I can pull out my phone to the Planning Center Services app and say, hey, I need to do this song in a different key. And I just click the other key. And then I tell everybody who's using Music Stand, hey, just pull to refresh. And they just pull down on their screens and then it, it just gets the new key downloads the chart in the new key. And I mean, literally within 20 seconds, everybody has the chord chart in the new key. The set is updated. You can, when, you know, if you drag and drop to rearrange the set, or if you say, you know what, I have done this before, by the way, I'm sitting in the message and the pastor has, what I thought he was going to preach on is actually a little bit different. And I'm just like, you know, what would be a great closing song? This other one, not the one that I planned. Yep. And so I'm sitting there listening to the message. I just get on my app. I say, add a song, click it. Because I've already uploaded the files and everything there, it's that simple. And then I just text my team and say, hey, we're going to do a different song. Just when you get up on the stage, refresh your things. And, you know, I know that they already know that song. I'm not going to do some song they've never heard before. Curveball. Curve <laughs> yes. yes. Hey, you guys, I wrote a song during the message. Just follow me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so th those are a lot of ways that i mean that kind of that kind of takes the planning aspect into it like hey put my stuff in there in a way that it is already transposable so that when i need to it's just a few clicks and boom i'm ready for for that situation yeah i love it can you give us some advice because i mean for when fires do arise because i think um they're gonna happen like in yeah. in um no matter what no matter how much preparation and planning there's no there's no like fire free option here like things problems are going to arise and uh i mean and they tend they're like meant to derail what, yeah. what what's about to happen on sunday i mean my wife and i always joke i mean kind of joke is the wrong word but like whenever there's those fires it usually means something big is coming yeah and something and like what what is that give us some advice on that like what are some ways that, I mean, that you would say to help kind of uh, help in those moments when the fire does come? Absolutely. I think the first thing I would say is, unless it's an actual fire, it's probably not a fire. Mm. We get so into our own worlds and into our own plans. And yeah. we put all this time planning and preparing that we get to a fire or an unexpected something and we feel like this is derailing my plans, the plan that I made. And so therefore I've got to scramble and freak out because I can't do things according to my plan and everything's going to fall apart. But once again, this is just our best laid plans. It's not necessarily what God has intended, you know, from the beginning. It was just our way to try to be as prepared as possible. And we can just get so sucked into, oh my goodness, if we don't play this song perfect, or if I, if I don't have a bass player, people are not going to come to salvation, you know, like, or, or this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And I think stepping back um, and being like, 
yeah, we need to do our best to try to solve these things and to try to get things, you know, under control. But the the sort of freaked out nature that we want to go to only hurts us from like, like coming together calmly and figuring out how, to, like this is why they have people that are specialists, like crisis specialists, because they're people that know how to stay calm under situation, how to be like, okay, most of the time, these things are not life and death. It's just, uh, you know, the, the copy machine broke down. Like, okay, big deal. Like <laughs> do a different song or whatever. Did yep. I say copy machine? Like anyone uses you copy You did, like anymore. Xerox. <laughs> yes. Did our mimeograph break down? <laughs> Sorry, our fax machine is not working. I don't know why, but okay, yeah, I'm I'm real relevant here. <laughs> the ditto machine is. A, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I'm awesome. getting a page. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I think, I think trying to stay calm, because and just remembering that it's probably not as big of a deal as you mm. think and that god is going to work through all these things anyway and it's so funny because we all have so many examples of him doing that but it's so easy for us to forget each time the next thing happens you know <laughs> um yeah i love that you said unless it's an actual fire it's probably not a fire like yeah. that's that's like that's a that that right there is like the gold because it i mean it's, uh, you know, creatives are not known for keeping their cool. <laughs> creatives, when things happen, it's like super flustered and like I had a plan and I thought I was going a certain direction and unless it's a fire, unless it's an actual fire, it's probably not a fire. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that, I love that. Yes. Um, yeah, so this uh, this podcast is called The Table um, and I, I am a firm believer that uh, conversation happens around good food. Like I'm, I love, I love good food. And so like, if, if I was to be invited over to your house for dinner, like what, what, what is a meal that you would make? Like, what is something that's like up your alley or like, what, what do you, yeah. what do you like to do? Well, um, years ago, this is, I, I like, so I like to learn how to do something and do it well. So I would probably, I tend to make the same thing for different people, not every time, but when I have different people over. And so I learned how to do this, um, it's, called, it's called the chicken Florentine ring. And it's made, you, you make it on a baking stone and you take croissants, which first of all, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. And I'm in. So, <laughs> you know what, in. let's just stop. I'm just gonna serve you croissants, that's it. <laughs> Um, but you take croissants and you roll them like in a ring and then you make this mixture. It's got like spinach and peppers and chicken and some cheese and stuff like that. And you sort of like fill the ring and then you cover it up and then you just bake it. It's, it's really easy, but oh it's sort of like croissant sort of hot ring and it's delicious. And then alongside of that, um, I had a friend whose mom, like in college, she made this salad that was just, everyone loved it. It was, she got it from like the Disney Culinary Institute or something like that. And so- Already a good thing. Exactly. So I have this apple salad. Like anytime I go to a potluck, I bring this apple salad and it's just, it's a, it's a homemade like poppy seed dressing with apples and, um, and lettuce and, and um, cashews and um and swiss cheese which i don't actually normally like swiss cheese but i really love it in this thing so that's what i'd make oh man that sounds delicious chicken 
Or that you said Florentine. chicken Florentine ring. Yes. Chicken Florentine ring. I'm yes. I'm already I'm already enjoying that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The anything uh, anything you guys are working on post planning center that you can share with us? Like anything coming or like what what is what does the future look like? I know you guys are always growing and doing something. So what is what does that look like for you guys? Yeah. So you know, planning center did start for the worship team. And then we sort of expanded services into just being able to schedule all volunteers for your whole church. But then five or six years later, we started, um, our customers were like, we want you to do other products, not, uh, we want you to make products for other ministries in the church, not just worship. So, you know, in the last um, eight or nine years, we now have a children's check-in, we have online giving, small groups, event registration, um, your calendar and booking. And, and we're starting to even get into like being able to make your whole church website. Uh, we have an app that's called the church center app. And this church center app is, it just comes with planning center. And it basically brings all of that together into an app that your congregants can download. And so they can log into the app. They can chat with their small group. They can watch your video. They can donate. They can um, register for events. They, you know, anything that your church wants to make. And it just all comes with planning center. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, so if you're paying for any planning center products, you just get church center for free along with that. And so all the rest of these church management things have been happening um, at planning center for the last many years, but it hasn't been as integrated with services because services for worship, you know, has been around for the longest and sort of figuring out how to combine all these things has been a little bit challenging. But um, last year we started to, you can now for just regular volunteers in the church if they're already using this church center app, they can log in and they can, um, at the same place, they can do their giving and they can do all the rest of that stuff. They can also accept and decline all of their scheduling requests and they can get to their whole schedule from there. So they don't have to have two apps. Like your church app can have everything in it. Oh, that's amazing. Your whole scheduling and everything like that. And one of the things that we're working on, um, there's two big things that we're working on. I can't tell you tons about all of them, but um, actually, no, I can, because by the time this comes out, they'll both be released. So that's, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, so that church center app has a, a new feature that's called my church center. And it's basically going to be sort of like kind of a new homepage uh, in the app that in addition to just like your services, where it's like, here's what you've been requested for. And here's what's upcoming. It's going to have sort of like your Cal your own personal calendar for everything in the church. Oh, so cool. if your small group has requested you RSVP for, you know, a potluck or whatever, that'll show up in your pending requests. And then everything down below, you'll see your services things. You'll also see if you've registered for BBS, that's happening this week. And if you have bookmarked an event on the church calendar, like, oh, I want to go to that men's ministry thing. All of those things will show up in your personal calendar. Um, on that app. So that's one big thing. And that's in church center. We're doing the same sort of thing in planning center, which is where you administrate all of this. So there's going to, there is a new thing um, called planning center home and planning center home is almost like a new product, 
that brings all the rest of planning center together. So it's not really meant as much for people that are just doing the worship, but it's meant for people that are wearing lots of hats in the church, which is a lot of worship leaders yep. too. Right, right. It's like, I'm not over just worship. I'm also over these other ministries. And so planning center home is like a dashboard where you can say, where you can see, here's what I'm scheduled for this week. This was my attendance in our children's ministry for last week. And it's built of all these different widgets and you can configure them. So all the things that you want to see all across your church sort of live on one screen so that you can get a bird's eye view of like all the things that are important to you happening. So good. Streamline, streamline, streamline. I love it. Yeah. I love organization so much. Um, now, is that something that we'll have to like, like sign up for something different or will it just change the interface that we're, when we log in? It will just be available to everyone. Both of these things will be available for free at planning center home. We're going to be rolling that out kind of slowly at yep. first if you already have access to multiple planning center products, you can click the logo of like services and see other products that you have. Home will just be another option. Another option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Tell us how we can connect with planning center. What is uh, connect with you connect with planning center? What are the ways we can do that? Absolutely. Um, the easiest way to learn more about planning center is just to go to planningcenter.com. Pretty easy to remember. Um, and then you can follow us on any of our social medias. Also the same thing, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, all just at planning center. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, well, Aaron, I really appreciate you taking time today to, to chat with us and uh, share with us about this. Cause I think this is such a big topic on, uh, on, on the church front and uh, just a way to resource and, and help everybody. So, Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today. If you liked what you heard today, would you like or subscribe to this podcast? Leave us a review, let us know um, how we're doing. And um, also follow us on Instagram at Worship Leader Podcast, also at Worship Leader. Um, and you can follow me at Jason underscore Squires. We'd love to connect with you. Um, thanks again for tuning in today and we'll see you guys next week.